Good morning, friends. Good morning, John. Good morning, Vicki. How are you this morning? Well rested. <laughs> well rested. Why are you so well rested? I, mean, just... I think I was asleep before 8.30. I'm not sure. 8.30? Around 8.30. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We're getting old. Yeah. What's new? What's exciting? What's going on? What's going Happy down? Happy Wednesday. It is Happy Wednesday. Wednesday, friends. It is Wednesday. It is raining here. It's gloomy. We've entered fall. It. I've seen the leaves changing. They don't lie. Nope. Do you know why the leaves change? Oh, please don't do this. Did, no. Do you know why? They're emotionally um, exhausted from being <laughs> green. <laughs> it's actually a sun issue. Did you know that? The the sun is actually leaving the leaves. Oh, I know. The yeah. Sun. And the, the, so the leaves are reacting emotionally. They're having an emotional response and it comes out in, in fear and, and anger and they turn red. And they turn yellow and they turn orange. It's very interesting to to go back up to the lake on the weekend. Uh, and we were there like a month ago or however long ago. And to see that the sunset has moved from like the sun used to set over here. And now the sun is setting over here. It's fascinating. 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 Um, there are lots of countries in this world that the leaves don't change color. Oh. Imagine living in that kind of country. That'd be weird. It'd be so boring. Yeah. No, it actually would be nice because we were out in Vancouver at one point. What do, what do we live in? We live in a... Uh, Democratic society. No, 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 no. no. Uh, a bore, borealis. No, but we live in like a something climate, a, a continental climate. I don't know. I forget. Anyway. We're not smart. <laughs> I forget right now, but I have a friend I know who, what you're talking who about. lived in the one of the... In a, Hemisphere. Nah. We lived. They lived in a climate that was consistent all year round. We yes, don't. We live we do. in a climate that not. changes significantly, significantly year round. So, um, welcome, my friends. We, we are going to get on? into our morning devotional, our morning meditation. This is an idea that we we come up with a reading, and then we take the the whole goal is to take this throughout the day and and just meditate. So it's called a contemplative meditation. So thank you for joining us today. And we can get right into it. Another thing, if you want to connect further today, we have our All Addictions uh, Recovery Meeting at noon Eastern. And Vicky's going to be speaking. Yay. That's, that's, that's the highlight of my day. Right there. I can already tell. Today's reading. Today's reading. Here we go. We who have chosen our life partners from the ranks of alcoholics often feel our lives are especially difficult or complicated. And complicated. And they often are. <laughs> We come to believe... Okay, so it's saying people that have... Chosen. Chosen alcoholics to be their partner. Yeah. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Have a complicated and difficult life. So that whole, it's complicated, would mean that there's addiction (laughs) and alcoholic involved. Yeah. Could be. Um, We come to believe, quite mistakenly, that we're the only people in the world with real trouble. Let us recognize that the alcoholic... Insecure, lonely, and often too sensitive to life's realities usually has many endearing qualities to be grateful for. Indeed, many of us wouldn't want to exchange them for a less interesting, if more dependable, partner. Yet matters may have reached the point of desperation, and we are completely hopeless. What to do? Today's reminder, in Al-Anon, or in recovery, I discover in myself the power to throw new light on a seemingly hopeless situation. I learn I must use this power not to change the addict over whom I am powerless, but to overcome my own distorted ideas and attitudes. 
If I can bring sunshine into our home, it cannot fail to affect those in it. Mm. Help me to use the gifts you have given me. I want to use them to help others through making my own world better and brighter. Couple of things I want to say quickly Go first. Yeah, to, do put, it. to put the reading in context. I feel like this reading is applicable not just to those that are in relationships with alcoholics or addicts. Um, you know, maybe have a child who's dealing with addiction or... But I feel like this reading actually is very applicable to, you know, if you're in a marriage where your spouse is um, terminally ill or mm -hmm. has a, you know, degenerative um, disease or has, I don't know, there's all sorts of situations that we can wind up in a relationship or in a life mm -hmm. that isn't what we expected or dreamed or imagined that it would be. Mm -hmm. And so then what are the choices that we can now make? And, and I would say that first of all, this isn't about living in denial. That's important. You know, it's not about fake it till you make it, but that as a human being on this earth, I always have the choice to look at everything that's horrible and negative or to look at the good and the positive mm -hmm. in my life. Yeah. I, I, I'm it's funny because I was reading this idea this morning with my friend and it's uh, in, in the chapter of the family afterwards in Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book. And it's all about each person finding their own recovery as a family unit and, and stop playing God, quit playing God. That's the whole point is let God play God and we get to be the children. He gets to be the father. But then it's like, once we have healing and restoration, then we get to be light to other people. And so our, our darkest, deepest days become our greatest assets to mm -hmm. the world around us. So we can relate to people because of the crazy alcoholic that you're with. Um, we've been in traumatic experiences. We've been in unfaithful experience. We've been in like lots of challenging experiences as a couple. And through our own healing and, and restoration process, we have a solution that weighs out all the deepest darkness and all of the horrible stuff. And we can bring that into the world around us to be our biggest asset. Yeah, but I couldn't bring sunshine into my home, as they say in this reading, until I started. For me, it was, you know, starting into a recovery group, getting into a group where I started actually, I think the first group that I went to was like a Naranon family program for the Narcotics Anonymous family group. But then I also was going to like Al-Anon, which is the Alcoholics Anonymous family group. But I think no matter where you go, like getting into a community of people and growing mm -hmm. and learning, that gave me some tools to get out of denial and to start actually like living my life, not just wrapped up in all the awfulness. And then I was able to start um, bringing sunshine into my home. Well, and that's the beautiful say. thing about the 12-step process. It's not yeah. just for the alcoholics. Right. It's not just for the drug addict. It's for everyone to actually turn your will and your life over to the care of God. It's actually to have a spiritual solution. Instead of you running the show, it's letting God run the show. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're talking about is, yeah, it's applicable. The twelve Any 12-step 12 process is applicable to... Um, learning how to die of self and letting God be in control. And so, yeah, join us for Life Lab if you want to uh, have have a process of learning how to die of self and, and giving 
uh, getting power from God and and having God as your manager of life, join us for Life Lab online. I think you're starting a group with uh, Erica in in October. Mm-hmm. So we ha- we have everything online. If you want to join us for this journey, let your darkest hours be your greatest assets uh, because you bring God into them. And there's healing and restoration out of hopelessness. So we leave you with those ideas today. Keep the peace, be a good behavior, and we will see you at noon. Bye.